And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Well, you know, for the 100th episode, I'm coming straight back with the original. Yeah, I had to go back to our roots for that one. Absolutely. A moment I thought maybe it was a shout-out to Alex Trebek, who's gotten some bad news in the last couple of days. A little bit of both. One of our favorites. Love, Alex. I'm really sorry to hear. The uh, first inductee into the National Trivia Hall of Fame. It is. I think the only inductee into the (laughs) National Trivia Hall of Fame. Only. Undisputed. Unlike Major League Baseball that took uh, Mariano. Was it 80, 90 years to get an undisputed uh, right. Hall of Famer. Right. This was ballot first ballot one. right away. The unanimous first choice for the National Trivia Hall of Fame was Alex Trebek. He won an Olympic. I'm going to go out on a limb here. He's going to beat it. Okay. Well, I, I, like your, I like your positivity. No, I was going to say I am going to go out on a limb and say they blow it. With who they get next. Oh, no question. They are going it's, it's to It's probably blow the it. absolute ultimate no win. There is no one, no one that can fill those shoes. It's, they should it's, stop it's it the is, show. It is it's very tough. They should stop tough, the tough, show. Tough, tough shoes to replace. It's impossible. It's impossible. There, I, I would argue it's probably the, mo- the second most irreplaceable person in doing a show that long. The first is Howard Stern. Oh yeah, he's irreplaceable. Howard Stern is saw how David Lee Roth made out with it, it's it's an impossibility to continue yeah. anything Howard Stern related without Howard Stern. Right. Jeopardy is a franchise. Alex Trebek had a host there was a host before him. Yeah, there was him, a guy before him. Steve you know, Allen, right? Right, right. But that's still it's still basically him. You know, I would say Bob Barker had a really it was that was a really hard role to fill, and they did. They successfully did. They found the guy. Yeah, and I'll admit I was skeptical when they got Drew Carey for that. I'm like, what are they doing getting Drew Carey for that role? But cl- clearly it's been a success. It's perfect. still running. He's perfect. He's he's just the right type of tolerable. You know what I mean? Like, I remember um, I heard an interview. I think it was on Howard Stern at some point when they were talking about why uh, Conan O'Brien uh, got the job for late night. Like, why why did Lorne Michaels look at him and say, like, okay, you could be a late night talk show host, despite the fact that... Oh, because he was a writer on SNL He was a first, writer on yeah. SNL, writer on The Simpsons, but had no experience being on air. He was not a character. And Lorne Michaels said, you have a very likable quality where the audience can feel comfortable with you every day. Hmm. And, it's, and it's, there's very few people that just have that, like, you know, kind of... You're just warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I think maybe Johnny in. Carson probably yes, embodied that. Probably very much so. And and I think Trebek is that kind of guy. And the re- but what they were saying about Drew Carey was he has that. That's why he was able to succeed 
love after mm-hmm. Bob Barker because he has that you like him. He's a likable guy. He's a hard guy not to like. The opposite of like a Seacrest. Yes. Like Seacrest took that job, you'd hate him. Because mm-hmm. he's just so smug and just mm-hmm. and Drew Carey is not like that. He's kind of he was always that sort of jolly, likable character, you know, the everyman on his show and whatever else. And so I, mean, I love the Price that. Is Right. Girl. What do you what do you think? What do you think of watching the Price Is Right as a kid? Sure. What do you think of? Like, Plinko. What, what so does it bring thing, back to you? The spinning the wheel. I love the wheel. I it, love the showcase. It, remi- showdowns. it reminds me of staying home from school. Of course. Yes. That was the that was the <laughs> first thing on when you woke up and uh-huh. it, when it you was were sick all or game home shows. from school. Yep. It was like that. Uh, was it on a ten or eleven? But uh, it was like that for me. It was like CBS. I think had I think prices on, right. Oh, I meant like at what time? It was oh, like yeah, it's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock like in the morning. When you're supposed to be at school, yep. when you were home from school watching the prices right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't really watched it with Drew. I kind of outgrew The Price is Right once uh, by the time Barker uh, it's, left. You know what it is? It's the ultimate, like, just background. Clearly it's you know what success. I mean? Like, if it's on, it's like probably if you if you were in a hospital waiting room and you had 20 minutes where you have to sit there and watch something, that's kind of what you're root for. It's, a, it's just watching stuff has complete, completely gotten different. I don't flip the channels anymore. No. If I go to watch something, I'm watching something specific unless it's a live it. sporting event and... Right. I'm not watching TV at 10 in the morning anymore. Well, we do wish Alex Trebek the best. He's he's a legend, and uh, you know if anybody can come after this thing and, and beat him. I'm with you, man. Let's let's say him beat let's, him. Absolutely. All right, Nick, I'm going to start you off on episode 100 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with uh, my own personal trivia question because I am, I am now on my 35th sh- day streak on Duolingo Italian lessons, which okay. is why I am now talking with my hands as right, I so you're, you're learning you. Italian. Yes. Uh, and, and loosening the wrists, and I'm getting this. But I would like to know if you know how to say sorry in Italian. Do I know how to say sorry? Is it too sorry late to say you're sorry? In Italian. Now, now, I'll in full disclosure, I ask this in reverse on the quiz. You asked a word. Yes. And what, what does, does that this mean? word mean in Italian? Because honestly, I didn't know it. And I figured all the other words that have been part of these lessons are words that you hear. Arrivederci. Uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, that's stuff you know. Ciao. Well, I know that Italian is a romance language, and a lot of them have similar sure. backgrounds and come from Latin and all that. So it's kind of even, you my know. My best. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. not pardon? No, that's not pardon. All right. Spiacetti. Spiacetti is ah, a sorry in Italian, which it looks like spaghetti when you look at it real quick on the on the sheet. Yes, yeah, spiacetti. So, yeah, yeah, I just no, did not. That before. Me neither. And I figure that was interesting. I'll tell you one thing I just learned. Italians don't often say they're sorry. Yes, because <laughs> you have been listening a long time. Arrivederci. You ever hear that oh, one? sure. Ciao. You yeah, ever hear that? Oh, course. yeah. All the other ones. Bella. I've heard all of those. I got to this one. I was like, Do you know how to say thank you? Yeah. Uh, uh, grazie. Yeah, grazie. Yeah, grazie. Yeah, grazie. I say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I could say I could uh, show off a little on the Italian, but it's it's stupid sp- expressions that usually have to do with like you know, uh, io per poco italiano or uh, uh, la ragazza uh, mangia la mela. The girl oh. eats the apple. Oh, okay. Right, I got mangi. Right, mangi is, Bella. is yeah. eat. I, right, I thought you were saying you were going to eat the girl. No, <laughs> no, no. La ragazza <laughs> mangia la mela. The girl eats the apple. Okay. There's, yeah, right. Uh, it gets backwards. I get that. Right. Yeah, they, they do it differently. Right. But I'm go. saying like that's the kind of Italian they're teaching me. It's not. Yeah. You so know, they say the subject first. They're teaching you step by step. So you learn a lot of like food and a lot of you know expressions, and it's it you're you're trying to basically get into conversational Italian. Hmm. I'm not a master after 35 days of five minutes a day. 
But uh, Spiacetti was not something that I knew. And I was like, yeah, I wonder if I ask, what does Spiacetti mean in Italian? Anyone knows that. No, I never heard it. Like, again, I never heard anybody say that. They okay. certainly didn't say it on The Sopranos. No. <laughs> I know what Gabagool is. Gabagool, yes. <laughs> There's some good ones. You know, here's an interesting one that I learned, right? Okay. Uh, what word for, what shape of pasta is the Italian word for butterfly? Okay. That is a tough one for me. I do know a lot of these uh, shapes, though. So, I, I wonder, now I know it's not bow tie, but I wonder if it's that pasta because it looks like a butterfly. Sure does. Sure is. So what is bow tie pasta when you're ordering it at an Italian restaurant? Nick is all over this, folks. Does it begin with a C? No, it begins with an F. Okay. So it's not it's not fettuccine because that's the not. thick noodles. That's the thick noodles. Yep. Fettuccine. Yeah, that's right. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> Give up? Not yet. Okay. Okay. It's not fusilli because no, that's no. the that's the spiral spiral pasta. Yeah, yep, yep. You're right on it. There's a lot of Fs here in it the uh, pasta world. Here, I'm wondering if I just don't know it. No, I think you know it. Fusilli, You're so close. It's not fazul. No, pasta fazul is bean soup. Yeah, it's a soup. The white bean soup. Man, Even though it's spelled I, I, faggioli, which is the first time I ever ordered that soup, I ordered pasta faggioli. Uh, you don't just do that every time? No. I, I do that every uh, time. Just, just so, to, so they have I, to correct you and say pasta fagioli? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> it's not. That's not funny, though. That word's not funny. No. Faggioli. faggioli. That's funny. funny. It's like Krasuski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I call him. I love it when people correct you. you yeah, know I call him Mike Krasuski. Like the, the guy is my favorite person in basketball yeah, I'm aware. for the last 30 years. I, I know his yeah, name is. Yeah, I know what his name is. Uh, let's see. I don't know. For sake of time, I will go with, uh, Fornaletta. Ah, good guess, but no. Farfalli. 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 Ah! The knew, bow tie pasta. That. that is the Italian word for butterfly. I didn't know that. Farfal. Yep, yep. So it's funny, because that's what you really, and what yeah, what else you start to learn is the names of all these Italian restaurants. That you couldn't ask so me fancy. the one that means, like, little worms. What's that? Vermicelli. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, little worms. Well, you just asked me that, and you got me right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know I like to do that. Yeah, yeah, which, that's fine. But I'm saying what's interesting is you go around to these Italian restaurants, and now you start seeing, like, their name seems very, you know, like, fancy because it's Italian, but then it's just a simple word. So, like, one of my favorite places, the place I met my ex-wife, was called Mangia, which now I realize is eat? just eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you went to a restaurant in Italy and it just had a big sign that said eat. It's funny you brought that up, uh your ex's uh, friend, Jackie, who she used to play with. Of course. Uh, Quizzo. I How saw could her, I forget? I saw her last night. At Wawa? No. At, oh, just... Uh, <laughs> no, at, at uh, Quizzo? Where I work, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. And I was like, didn't you used to play Quizzo Still with... Still playing uh, Quizzo after all these that's years. That's how you guys met, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was she with her, uh, her Andrew? Because she, she got Is Andrew that his there. name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was there? There you go. All right. Do you remember their team name? Islanders. They, Island they Hoppers. They changed it then. Island Hoppers was their team name back then. Yeah, they changed it. What? I want to say final answer, something mm. like that. Ah, all right, there you go. Um, okay, so I gave you one. What do you got for me? I mean, technically, you gave Born me one right back. Born in Atlantic City. I love it. What WWF wrestler was famous for asking the ref for a five count? Got to be King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. Got to be. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Tough week. How about he was living in Glassboro? Yeah, not crazy. I mean, how many times have we been in Glassboro? Imagine seeing King Kong Bundy. That's six, not a guy you could four, miss. Four, 500 pounds. That's not a guy you could miss. Black 
heights. If you went to him and said, "Excuse me, sir, are you King Kong Bundy?" and he's like, "No, no, no, you are." Yeah, there's no. one guy you, in the world that looks yeah, like you, that. You can't, you can't miss that. Wow, four hundred and fifty-eight pounds. I saw King Kong Bundy yeah. my first time ever in WrestleMania. Uh, first WrestleMania I ever went to. I think it was WrestleMania five. Oh, okay. In Atlantic City. Wasn't WrestleMania the... 2 was the famous one where he fought Hogan in the steel cage match. Right, but that was not in Atlantic City. That was like in Detroit or okay. something. Like, rest, the first WrestleMania in Atlantic City I went to, and it was Macho Man Randy was it, Savage. Was that WrestleMania 3? It might have been 4 or 5. I don't know. I remember thinking it was 3, I'm certainly not and when I went back and that, looked, I mean, I it was, was not. I'm pretty sure it was then. 4. I went with my younger cousin. And I remember it was like like it was yesterday because Macho Man was my guy, and I got the Macho Man head bandana that they sold at the thing, and I was like, oh, it's the greatest. I was also a fan of Macho Man. Yeah, he fought Hogan, I think, in that. Okay, I did not like Hogan. No, I, I was always for the uh, for the bad guys. For the there. bad guys. Yeah. Did you know he was born in Atlantic City, King Kong Bundy? I did not. Yes. But the only reason I guess that is because I follow the rule that all of you should follow, also, which is you have a question asked at Quizzo, and something timely happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, you don't remember the five count though. I do. That I was do. like his thing. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, That's I don't need, yeah, I'll put him for five. five. These guys got no chance of getting right. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, he was, I, I mean, was trying to think of the most interesting King Kong Bundy thing, and that's sort of what I That's came up it. With, with. I used to have his count. doll. I had the King Kong Bundy rubber doll and the ring and the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov and, I, I mean, just, you know, Coco Beware. I remember all of those old wrestlers were the best, but that King Kong Bundy was one of that original group of, like, when Hogan and, you yeah. know, whatever else were king. Made uh, it to 61. What's the over-under on King Kong Bundy? I would say he hit the over. Yeah. <laughs> if you would ask me if he was alive, that's a guy right. you could have told me he died told 20 me years he was ago. walking around Glassboro last week. No, that's, I that's been very, shocked. that's very, he was walking slowly. He um, graduated Sewell High, uh, in Sewell. What's yeah, that high school called? Sewell, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, is it Washington Township? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He graduated 16 years old. Wow. Good for him. Hmm. Prodigy. Yeah. Um, all right. This is an interesting one, Nick. After being outed by a Washington, D.C. bookstore... Stephen King's publisher said what fake author had suffered a, quote, death from pseudonym. It's a fancy, fancy way of asking Richard Bachman. You. Yeah, I knew you knew it. I knew you knew it. It's a <laughs> fancy way of asking what uh, Stephen uh, King's pseudonym is. So do you know the story about that? Uh, just real, real quick, sidebar, why you asked me that. I was playing a high-stakes game of Trivial Pursuit okay. about two weeks ago, and that came up. Richard Bachman? Yes, and uh, that impressed my opponent ah. who had never heard that before yes. but yes that's a so apparently the story one, goes there's a book club that met in Washington DC and through conversations as they got through a couple of these Richard Bachman books they got into discussion with each other and said this is Stephen King this is Stephen King and so they started this whole little campaign and essentially this bookstore put it out to the world we're positive Richard Bachman is Stephen King so prove prove it that he's not. Prove almost. it that he's not, and then eventually, like the the gig was up. So you know the the, the, the they had him release a uh, uh, like a PR you know thing from the company that did uh, Richard Bachman that said the author has died from death of pseudonym. Cool. So I wonder why he wrote under that name. Was it just that he was so prolific? He, he, he didn't want to have so much stuff under his name. It, that's what it is. What it is is the expectations. I've always heard this from authors: is if they want to write. To see what people will think of just the work and not get excited about the name attached to the work, that's what they do. I remember hearing that like J.K. Rowling. Same thing. She got outed so quickly. She knows. Right. But she didn't want to be looked at as As a female author who's writing outside of her genre because she was writing like a murder mystery. So it was something totally different. And people have a hard time kind of 
Yeah, you know who do- should have done that was the Twilight girl, Stephanie Meyer, who wrote Twilight. The Twilight she fan wrote, fiction. She, no, she wrote a book right. that was not vampire-related, like just a regular book, and everybody just shit on it because right. it was like... Oh, where's your vampires? Yeah, because yeah, all of her fans. I want your vampires. All of her fans. Well, yeah, that's what Fifty Shades Edward of Grey was. Isn't Fifty Shades of Grey Twilight fan fiction? It started as yeah, like so Twilight they were supposed to be fiction. vampires, which is why I can't take that movie franchise seriously. Oh, I mean, I. It's one of the many. That reasons. thing just had, that never, <laughs> never even crossed my radar. All right, speaking of movies, Nick, uh, this is one of my favorites because we've talked about this on the Quizzer Trivia Podcast before, but now, my friend, we are down to the final survivor. The last, the very last, the last blockbuster video in the world is in what U.S. state? So the one in Australia closed? Gone. Closed last week. So that would leave... It's in what state? What state? It's in Oregon. Yes. Ben. Ben, Oregon, Oregon is yeah. home of the last surviving blockbuster video in the world. Yeah, it's kind of great now that it's the last one. It it's has a big such deal. Cachet. Not only that, they're adding seven subscriptions a day on average to it because it's it's a novelty. People want the card. People are uh, ordering subscriptions and willing to pay five dollars to just get a blockbuster membership card to the last one. To the last one, they have T-shirts now. There it says you're in the last blockbuster on earth. I heard the guy being interviewed, and he said, uh, "We do the new releases, yeah, but the bread and butter." Is the old stuff. Sure. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah, I have a hard time finding some stuff I like. Yeah, I've been trying to watch this movie, The Gambler. Right. With, uh, geez, I think it's James Conn. I've never seen it, but. I assume they used the Kenny Rogers song in there. Yeah, it was, I think it was James Conn right around like 1974, 75, 76, something like that. And it's been recommended to me, and I I can't find it, you know? So it would be great if I had a blockbuster around for for stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's it's not on. I think whenever you're I literally the last... have every subscription on the planet. Like, how is this movie not available to me? That drives me nuts. When I'm trying to find something and I go through all of my... Yeah, I pay $700 a month. <laughs> you feel like it, don't <laughs> in you? In subscriptions. Right. And I can't watch <laughs> I The fun. Gambler from 1974. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, you got one for me, and then I'll give you my last general knowledge before we move on to sports. Yeah, sure. You want to take a stab at the most followed female on Instagram? Bonus 10 points if you can tell me who she replaced. And I will give you the clue of that I wouldn't have gotten either of these. Especially the one that got replaced. When I found out who she replaced, I was like, I haven't heard that person's name in a, in 10 years. Let alone the most followed female on Instagram. Man, I mean, Lady Gaga would be my guess. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Just at the height of the whole, yeah. the whole nine. Yeah, but, especially the timing of it. Right. No? no. Ariana Grande. Yeah, I sort of kind of knew that for some reason. I don't know why I knew that. I know she has very devoted fan base. Yeah, I knew she had one she of knows. the biggest five. Because we've had the top ten before listed. I just figured Gaga probably passed her because of the... Yeah, I wonder if younger kids like Gaga. Like, have we gotten to the point where Gaga is now like an over Older 30? person, yeah. yeah. Where like people that are on Instagram? Yeah. Because if I like her... She's probably pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very right? good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I have like a I have a sort of lead in question there. It was in for my entertainment, but I guess I, I had an extra ten on who she replaced. Oh, and this is um, just. I mean, this is so ridiculous. What's the most ridiculous guess I could give you? Hillary Clinton, Selena Gomez. That's shocking. What does she do? Does dated she do Justin anything? Bieber once, like ten years ago. Like, He's already married to somebody else. Yeah, she has like a couple of average. Who's songs. following Selena Gomez? 
I just like, keep... what are you doing? Following her to the store? What does she do? What does she do? Uh, do anything. That's crazy. All right, no, I never would have gotten that. Selena Gomez would have been like guest 34. Like, out of Ariana like, Grande. I'd have been like, yes, Oprah. Uh, but you're right. Instagram is the key there because it's this very young. But there's 100 million people following these people. Yeah, I know. That's like how many people and, watch the Super Bowl. And the other thing is Instagram is much better in terms of judging that number to be real as opposed to like Twitter. Because just she's going to have Twitter followers. Yeah, they, they did a whole thing where they were canceling accounts. Sure, we went as a football team. We lost 7,000 followers because our account was purged. And it turns out 7,000 fake accounts were following Atlantic City because Atlantic City. Oh, so, but everybody lost Bummer. tens of thousands. <laughs> like, you know, one, one, uh, I forgot who it was, but uh, one athlete, I think Charles Barkley went from like 3.5 million to like 300,000. Oh. So it turned out it was like all this PR company. It wasn't, I, I don't want to throw Barkley under the bus, but somebody had paid a company to boost up their numbers at a all gigantic right. rate. So it might not have been And Barkley. all of that fell apart when that happened. And they were down to like, the bear, but and people are like, "Whoa!" Because <laughs> that's a, you know, you take that kind of spill, it's uh, it's crazy. All right, um, so this is an interesting one, and I, you know, we talk about origin of words and, and phrases and stuff. Never has this come on my radar, and I can't imagine that I, why I didn't ask where the hell this word comes from before. Okay. okay. So, what term came from a man's last name who was so unpopular? The entire town refused to do work with him on any level. And I can tell you the whole story oh. about this guy because it's a fascinating story. What? Ter- and I'll give you your favorite backstory here. You ready? So like a miser? The town? Yeah. All Irish. The person? English. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? That's similar to my town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And everywhere so, else, I've so this guy ever lived apparently like when. Uh, so you're telling to, me there's an there's an English, English guy, guy in Ireland, in an Irish who was neighborhood, so, and nobody got along with him. He was so hated because apparently what he was was like the uh, uh, the landlord for this uh, the landlord's imp- uh, imposer, uh, like the guy that like forced people off land if like yeah, they didn't tough, pay their. That's a tough job, right? It's a tough job, but he was like a particular sob and particularly like he took joy law. in it, right? It was like he's like the worst. Yeah, he was know. not like the compassionate right. type. So this town, in retribution to this guy, literally harassed any human being who would speak to him. You tried to deliver mail, you could end up dead. Mm. You try to farm his land, end up dead. Yeah, this so is some story. Where the, did you come across this? The English crown ended up sending a bevy of troops to farm this guy's land because of a complaint he put about what the Irish are doing to him. The English spent the equivalent of $25,000 to farm 500 bucks worth of crops because they don't like the Irish. <laughs> this is the 1800s, of course. Any guesses to the word? His first name is Charles. Charles. The least, I venture to say, this is probably the story I've heard of the least popular human being alive ever. Hmm. When I heard, if you go to, to read the story of what this town did to this guy, it's the greatest, like, they have to make a movie about this. It's the greatest, like. I don't know why my brain is just not working and leading me towards anything of. All right, well, what, what, uh, when everybody says we're getting together and we're going to uh, collectively stop working or, or stop uh Stop supporting something or someone. What do they call that? They call it a strike. Another word for it. 
We're not going to strike on this product, but we're going to do what to a product? Oh, uh, okay. So you're going to... You're going to strike. You're going to... Boycott? Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the least popular person of all time, Charles Boycott. Where the term comes from, Charles Boycott. He was a English landlord hated by the Irish so much that they literally would not let anybody speak to the man. He wrote this huge letter that went into the Times of London, and the English had to send troops up to farm his land. Hmm. And forever, he the term boycott, boycott came from him. Wow. Comes from him. Yep. And we're talking middle of the 18- 1880s. Late 18s. Okay. Yeah, 1880s. Charles Boycott. Interesting. There you go. All right, let's Ooh. move on to sports. Okay. I'll let you to fire it off? away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got two gems. All right, what college football player is now a 70% favorite of being taken number one overall in the NFL draft? Kyler Murray. Is this astonishing or what? Shocking. And you got to love it because it's oh, almost like you oh. moved up a draft spot, Are you right? kidding me? What are you picking? Three? Three. So you're picking we'll two. We'll blow it. You're picking second nil, we'll, though. We'll blow it. Because he was we're supposed gonna, to. We're going to trade. He's supposed to be playing baseball. We're going to trade the pick. Someone else is going to move up. And we're going to make the wrong selection at every spot. I have And, and, no, and folks, that's what a Jet fan sounds like. No faith <laughs> in this organization. Now think about this. This guy was going to play baseball. A month ago. Yeah. Because he's not physical enough to play the quarterback. Right. To play quarterback in the NFL. I'll tell you something. Now. Yeah. He's going to be the number one overall. I'm going to tell you something. What is going on with this? In the history of sports, he is the only person ever to be drafted, once he gets drafted, to be drafted in the top ten of two leagues. Oh, interesting. So, if that doesn't tell you how gifted an athlete he is, and he was drafted in baseball. But he's five foot ten, dude. He's five foot ten. Doug Flutie was five nine. He's got a Doug Flutie didn't make it in the NFL, and he's got a cat cat cannon. He's got a stronger arm than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, six foot one. I understand that. Listen, I I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. It's not any of the height issues that bother me. The issue is durability. Of course, two hundred and seven pounds, and and that's beefing up, right? To put on weight for the combo. Nick, you are playing weight. You are staring. Saying he's one eighty. You are staring at a human being who's five ten, exactly five (laughs) ten, and at my my worst day got to two (laughs) oh seven. Okay, and I look like a fat out of shape. You know, like pod when I was there. I'm down to like one eighty. I know the guys that athlete, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I just don't understand how a guy who went from. Well, Being did you hear not, who destroyed him in the press? Uh, Chuck Casserly. You remember? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't so hear So Charlie this. Casserly, who was a former GM of the Texans and a Redskins employee for a number of years. Oh, they said he was the worst interview? Worst interview ever. Yeah, like, I heard this. People dumped all over him. The, the response of Kyler Murray's agent was brilliant. He goes, Chuck Casserly has a 16-37 and 37 record as general manager. He is probably the least intelligent person you could ask about anything draft related, <laughs> considering he almost never made the right call when he was in charge of a team. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> shut that's, up. That's Chuck. rough. That's rough. Well, record speaks volumes, doesn't it? And of course, the Jets hired Chuck Casserly to pick RGM. So he was the one that chose Mike McCagnan, who also doesn't know how to find a draft pick to save his life. I'll tell you, whoever's smart right now is buying low on uh, Rosen. Oh my God! Because that kid kidding? didn't have a chance last Once year. Once you trade for him, he costs two point two million yeah. next year, 
2.3 the year after and 3.3 the year after that, then you can have the fifth-year option on him. Yeah, I, I want the Packers nothing. to trade a second-rounder for yes. him. i got two first-rounders. Give them to me for yeah. three oh, years to ride the Patriots aren't interested in that? Oh, you're right. He's going to be a Patriot. Uh, what are we talking uh, about? Of course I he's going to be a Patriot. you know. Cliff Kingsbury's the have exactly the kind the of guy that's rounds. stupid enough to trade somebody like Josh. Oh, Rosen yeah, because I'm, oh, I'm trading him out of conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're good anyway. Tom Brady's going to be there for five years anyway. You Belichick will be coaching until he's 80. Right. Well, that, that's what I'm so sick of. I'm so sick of everybody working with them. Boycott. Charles Boycott. Oh, yeah. about if, if Bill Belichick calls, don't answer the phone. No example in He's the history than of you Sportsnet is better than this one that I'm about to give you for my question here. Before trading their second-round pick to the New England Patriots in 2010, the Oakland Raiders were said to have what player ranked number one overall in the NFL draft? Before trading their second-round pick to the Patriots in 2010, what player did the Oakland Raiders have rated as the number one player in the NFL draft that year? So Oakland traded their second-round pick in 2010. To the Patriots. To the Patriots. And Oakland had this player number one in the whole draft? The whole draft. So did Oakland not have a number one pick? Doesn't matter. Here's the thing. They had this guy ranked number one. He was on the board in their second round, and they traded the pick. But then why didn't they take him in the first round? That's what I'm confused about. Because they had a pick in the top five. So because this player didn't fit what they wanted in the top five in the second round, he was still there despite being their number one guy in the whole draft. And instead of taking him, they traded the pick to the New England Patriots. 69. Gronk. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine how stupid you have to be to do that? So the Raiders, we have to thank. Thank you, for the most prolific tight end. Of all time. And who carried and them into a second. It'd be one thing if they didn't have the guy rated. He was the number one guy in the organization's entire draft, and they still traded the pick. But you can't take him in the top five because he's a tight end. Right. Which, fine. And he was supposed to be a second-round guy. So. Fine. He's staring Did you. Did he go to Arizona State? Uh, yes. Okay. Or was it Arizona? Maybe it was Arizona. I think I it was Arizona. I don't remember him in college. No, I think, I, neither does I he. I don't remember he does, him he doesn't until remember we him. picked him up in fantasy that year, and he just blew up. Blew up. Like, what is this guy? <laughs> um, yeah, he, you know, I remember him because obviously, you know, I scout the draft quite a bit, but he didn't have the buzz. He didn't have that kind of buzz. He had, like, uh, Troy Nicholas Buzz, hmm. right? Remember him, the tight end from Notre Dame? Bus. Yeah, just same big guy. George Kittle Buzz. Right. Mm, <laughs> different. No. No one ever thought of Gronk as, like, this prolific patch casting uh, tight end. He was, like, a nice hybrid. He could block. He could do everything kind of good. Hmm. I and then he turned out to be a great the, receiver. He turned out to be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm reasonably sure. I want to say that he went to University of And he of is not retiring. Is that what I heard? So we get to deal with him again University in the of Arizona. He's a wildcat, not a okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He won't even play. He won't even see the field until he's got a road game in the playoffs. I, I do believe, next, though, I, I'm very sure that the answer to the who needed who more question is Brady needed Belichick way more than Belichick needed Brady. Debate. If you had put... Philip Rivers. Yeah, it's not even a debate. You Instead of debate Tom that. Brady from day one. If somebody wants Same to thing. debate that, I, I would be okay. happy to. Fair I enough. Mean, that, is, that is not even a close. If you put a perfect example, 
Brady on the Packers, he'd have one Super Bowl. Yeah, right? probably. Aaron Rodgers on, he'd have six rings. Six rings. Right? And, yeah, so, and, I mean, and when people are like, well, how do you know that? Well, I do remember the one year Brady went down with an injury. They won the division, went to the playoffs with 10-6 and six with Matt Castle as their quarterback. And I'm also pretty sure Matt he Castle didn't win a game, game since. since. <laughs> yeah, so. He signed on some big contract and he was crap. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the answer is, like, Belichick. And that's what Brady knows. He's like, I'll take the $10 million. And that's why he doesn't ever – yeah, you never hear of never, Brady yeah, complaining. Because he's got the, the legend around yeah. him, and it's all to do with – He'll go down as the greatest Bill. football player ever, yeah. but – Right, but it's really Bill Belichick who made him. He would have made what anybody. What about the theory that Giselle is a witch? Yes. And I've been so saying that for years. Somehow he... How many times have you listened to me? How many times have I said the guy sold his soul to the devil for this? And I'll tell you what, the devil is pissed. The devil got a bad deal, and the devil is like, "This is enough." I wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to get this much out of this situation. I don't know that it works like that. No, exactly, I, I, I gotta be honest. I think when Brady gets down there, the devil's gonna have a fight on his hands to keep his place as the head of the food chain. I think Brady is gonna get down there and be able to rally the troops and be like, "Look, the devil. How many Super Bowls has he won?" I don't know. I'm just saying, I got six. I also Big will number. bring Belichick as soon as he dies with me. So, like, we got a tag team operation coming. Devil, I don't know who his offensive coordinator is. So, all right. Uh, I got uh, another sports. So I got one yeah, more I do. for you. So, I also have, by the way, an entire quiz of March Madness. But I think I'm going to save all of my good March Madness stuff for you for next week. All right. So, we were talking about these two sport athletes here. Yep, yep, yep. And you brought up how Murray Short will be list. the first to uh, be a top ten pick in, in two leagues. Brian Jordan. I Deion think, Sanders. I think this question is a little too hard. Okay. But I'm going to ask you it. But I have another question that's the same guy that Fair I will enough. ask, that I'm going to ask the general public. So see if you can get it. Without and I don't, getting the easier too, version. It's too hard. But that's but what anyway. I do with you, too. Yeah. I try to give you the so harder I, one, not the, not the easier one. Who is the only All-American in baseball, football, and basketball? The only person to be an All-American in baseball, football, and basketball? And there's one guy that comes to mind uh, for like me. Jackie Robinson, who was. No, I think he was track, track. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he, he wasn't baseball. Jim football. Brown was lacrosse and football, right. but never baseball. Now, there's a guy who was drafted. Jim Thorpe uh, was a million sports, but. Uh, not basketball. I think he was no, football and baseball. baseball but I don't but even know basketball. if he was. An all, was, he, was he an All-American? Did know. he go to college? I, uh, yeah, yeah. town <laughs> named after him. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what his college was like. I, I know saw he's this a picture limp. where he's wearing two different shoes, and, and people make a big deal about that. Um, so uh, my thoughts are right. This is just too hard of a. And I actually found this out secondary when I was looking this guy up that he was the only person to now, be named All so, American. And so one guy, I Tony Gonzalez played at a high level in basketball and football. Right, but not baseball. I don't know. I mean, it's what, I, I'm guessing at this point, like, did he have a third sport that I didn't know about? Well, there was a guy who was drafted by the Vikings, the Padres, and... Dave Winfield? Yes, but he's not the answer. Oh. Because that's the guy I would have guessed. Yeah, I would have gone there, he too. He was drafted by the, I want to say Minnesota Timberwolves, maybe? Oh, that would have made sense, because he's big. He's a big dude. Yeah, I think he got drafted by all three leagues. Oh, okay. Well, it okay. was Winfield, not, not this oh, guy. No. But Winfield didn't Winfield get drafted got, by all. He did get drafted by all three leagues. Winfield. Oh. But he wasn't All-American in all well, three leagues. he couldn't have gotten drafted by the Timberwolves because they were not a franchise. I don't remember who drafted him in basketball, no. but he got drafted by... Could the, have been, it could have been in the Minnesota Lakers. That's how old he is. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, and maybe I have that wrong, too. I, right. I know he was drafted by... I want to, oh, that's right. He was drafted by the Vikings and the Padres. Padres, for I sure. think he was also drafted in the NBA, but I, could, but I could be wrong. All right. 
So here's how I'm going to ask the question okay. to the uh, audience. Sorry, here. I couldn't come through with the hard version. What NBA general manager spent three seasons in Major League Baseball? Ooh. Okay. Current NBA general manager? Current NBA general manager spent three seasons. Danny Ainge? Danny Ainge. Yeah, okay, for BYU. BYU All-American in baseball, football, and basketball. Uh, Do you know he hit a uh, buzzer beater in the 1981 NCAA tournament? Uh, only because I was recently looking him up, so no, I don't remember the eighty-one. I, I have a t- entire, tournament. I have an entire list of the top ten best buzzer beaters of. Oh, all really? Time. And he's on and there. He's on that list. Yeah, wow. from eighty-one. Oof, man, yep. I know number one. Which, which one is it? Is it college basketball buzzer beaters? Yeah, or is it all? Yeah, bas- college. Ba- no, college basketball tournaments. Obvious. Oh, Not later. Yeah, it's later. Yeah, yeah, later turnaround shots. It's uh, greatest basketball nope. moment of. Oh, second greatest actually. Beating UNLV will we'll, we'll take the cake. There's a lot in of interesting trivia about that, too, about UNLV, about that team. Um, but uh, see, I, I, I have so many questions. I'm going to save all of my... Now, do you remember Danny Ainge in, in, in the NBA? I mean, in the MLB? I remember when I saw him play in the NBA, them mentioning that he played in Major League Baseball. You remember what team he was on? It's a West Coast team, wasn't it? No. It's the Blue Jays. Blue Jays? No. Didn't know that. I think he played second base. Oh, okay. Good for him. Yeah, I know his uh, his nephew was drafted by the Jets as a quarterback from the University of Ter- uh, Tennessee, Eric Ainge. Yeah, uh, I remember that and, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had like a bad like alcohol and drug problem. He never panned out. But he was one of the all-time leaders in SEC history in terms of uh, passing yards and records. He's got crazy records uh, at Tennessee, Eric Ainge. Um, all right, so that's a good one. Did you see what shoe company trolled Nike by putting out an ad that read, Just Blew It? And one more time. Did you see what shoe company trolled <laughs> Nike by putting out an ad that read, Just Blew It? I, I mean, are they that dirty? I, I, I'll guess Adidas. But it isn't. Uh, yeah, that's that's say, what's so that, funny that about it. It was L.A. Gear. No, it was Skechers. <laughs> okay, all right. Which is right. Yeah, that's appropriate that's right because spot. yeah, because right y- you can't do that if you're Adidas or you're Reebok because that's going to come back on you tenfold sometime. But okay, Skechers I got this here now. Get away with it. I got this here. San Diego Padres. Okay. Atlanta Hawks. Ah. The Utah Stars in the ABA. Ooh. And though he never played college football. The Minnesota Vikings selected Winfield. Yeah. So he was a two sport. <laughs> but he, so why he not? did get drafted in all, all three, three leagues. But yeah. that, again, was when the NFL had 17, have, like, rounds. 17 rounds. Yeah, he was drafted in the 17th round. Right. And guys were drafted. Bruce like, Jenner got drafted. Yeah, I think. but didn't didn't I tell you one that <laughs> yeah. was John Wayne? Yeah, John Wayne. <laughs> John Wayne. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was like we 68 got the right years old, John, John Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Just in case he ever wants to suit up. Um, all right. Let's move on to geography history. Uh, I'll start you off with one. I'm going to give you a true or false question, Nick. And this is not an easy true or false question, but it's a damn good one. True or false, a sitting U.S. president has never been arrested. A sitting U.S. president has never been arrested. I see this. True Uh, or false. This is insane. Of all the things, my seven-year-old comes to me recently, within the last couple. I don't know where you saw this. Maybe they saw it at school and told her. And she goes, did you know the president was arrested? And I said, that, that I don't think that that's true. And she's like, yeah, uh-huh. And then she told me, and I, I don't remember the, what she had said, but I was like, I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Now, I never gone and looked it up. This happened like a, two weeks ago. That's funny. But I, I'm going to go with uh, my seven-year-old and say that it's true. 
Well, no, no. The question is true or false. A sitting U.S. president has never. Oh, been so I'll say that it was false. False, right? Because your seven-year-old telling you when it. That is correct. Ulysses S. Grant was arrested for speeding on a horse. That's what she told me. She yeah. said somebody was arrested for speeding on a horse. I'm like, who's telling you this yeah. crap? Nah, he was. He paid a $20 bond to get out, but he was taken to jail and was arrested by a, a local police officer. And he was the president of he the was United the pre- States. He was the sitting president of the United and States. And I didn't even know there was horse speeding That's laws. That's the funniest thing in the world. In the how 18, do you judge 60s. how fast? What do you, There's no... They didn't have a radar No gun. radar gun. <laughs> like, well, hey, he was that's the only force. <laughs> the dust was yay high <laughs> when he was clicking down heels. Wow, how about that? Son, I'm the president of the United States. Of course you are. Uh, sure you are, sir. Did that come up recently because people were talking about Trump or something? Yes. Okay. It's got to be in terms of discussion and precedent or whatever. I didn't read it because of that. I just saw it in, you know, I go through a lot of sources, folks, and the last thing I'm ever going to tell you is what they are. Speaking of Trump, this has nothing to do with geography and history, but Fair did, did you see who Trump called it? Tim Apple? It was the best ever. Tim <laughs> Cook. It's the greatest. I've watched that clip a hundred times He's today. Tim Apple. Uh, Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> he t- that's the kind of stuff that, like, it's in his phone as Tim Apple. Yeah, Tim he doesn't even Apple. know. Yeah, Tim yeah, Apple. Tim Apple. Yeah. Tim Apple. Because he's been calling people whatever he's wanted to call them for the Forever. last 40 years. Yeah, and, and nobody, nobody corrects ever corrects him. him. Yeah, so <laughs> so he's so just like, it is whatever you are to me. Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Tim Apple. He called, um, did you see the uh, the other one he did? Uh, Marilyn uh, from Lockheed Martin? No. He called her Mar- Marilyn Lockheed. <laughs> from Lockheed Martin. Lockheed. Yeah, Mar- Marilyn Lockheed. No, no, she works for, for Lockheed, Lockheed Martin. Martin. Oh. oh. She's the CEO of, of, of Apple. The <laughs> biggest Tim company in the world. He called Tim Apple. Tim Apple. That's Tim Apple for that. I, you know, like people call me Nick what. Quizzo sometimes. Yeah, it pisses yeah, yeah, yeah. me off. Yeah. Imagine like being the CEO of, of Apple, Apple. And the president's calling you a Tim, Tim Apple. Apple. Well, here's what I, what I think is remarkable. The more he does this, the more people like him. Oh, this is not this is something what I'm in, that's going to get I, him this is what unelected. For the this whole is time. all people want. They want the show, folks. Yeah. They're looking for the show. If you get somebody boring in there, the show goes away. And that's no what, one's looking and, for and that. And when people say to me, like, it's a disgrace that, you know, all you care about is getting entertainment out of your president. It's like, I've lived in this country for 40 years. It n- doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing changed changes. with Obama. Nothing, nothing changes, changes with, with anybody. Yeah, it's... Th- he doesn't even have enough power to build a stinking wall. He didn't have <laughs> enough power when it was all Republicans. Right. He had he two was, years where there was literally no opposition. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, well, the Democrats are putting up. A, like, nah, don't try to play that BS. You had a, two years of a budget. You no one had until, a tolerance. You waited until, until they were, they were in, in power so you could have to somebody to rail against. Yeah. Yeah, it's, come on. I mean, this is, this is all. Tim it, Apple. Tim Forever. Apple. Forever. Forever. Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple. Hey, aren't you Tim Apple? Sorry, you know that's going to drive him there, crazy I, I, forever. I had to ask. No, are you kidding? That's the greatest thing of all time. And that's totally geography history. Uh, right. The crosses of St. George, St. Patrick, and St. Andrew make up what flag? The crosses of St. George, St. Patrick, and St. Andrew make up what flag? Okay. Northern Ireland? No. Hmm. What flag has three crosses? Picturing England's flag, I don't feel. I don't, I don't even know what the hell they have. The uh, Union Jack, don't they? The Union Jack. The Union. Jack. That's what that design is. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the crosses of those three saints. Isn't that interesting? I never, I never saw that. Yeah, I never saw that in there. That's weird. 
Mm-hmm. So it's there's crosses in the design. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you <laughs> know? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at that, I mean, I see the big one, but I didn't because what the outline is one. Because it's like there's the big red. I one mean, I don't have it in front of me, and I'm not exactly sure of the entire design. I just know that that's where they got the three crosses from. It's got to be like the red, the blue, and the yeah. white. Yeah, so there okay. you go. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, I never noticed that. That's like when they, people are like, oh, did you ever see the arrow in the FedEx logo? Yeah, or you, you never saw it. No, yeah, you never see it. Not until you noticed it. All right. Uh, I got one of my wheelhouse ones, one of my favorite questions for you, Nick. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> Within 20 years either way, what year did Wyatt Earp die? All right. Legendary. 20 years. This, 20 this years is I'm giving you, this Nick. This is reasonable. 20 years. This is reasonable. Old West legend, gunfight at the OK Corral, played by Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. All right. 20 years in either direction. When Wyatt did Earp. Wyatt Earp die? I will say. So he lived. He lived. How long did he live? You saw the movie. I saw the movie. But how long did he live? I don't think he lived that long back then. Which is, you know, what's really strange. I was just looking this up. Like, the the uh, the founding fathers, right? Those guys lived forever. It's crazy. Well, like no one the lived average like that. Life, yeah, it was. You know what why? Was it about, I think were they it was eating healthy? Like pre-industrial revolution, yeah, maybe so, or something. Like yeah, the was, air was clean. Th- there wasn't a. Guys all know, live. Man. They all live forever. It was impressive. All right, now let's get back to yeah, why usually like a cold would kill you. Oh back yeah, then. you got like strep throat. Oh, you're dead. But those guys I get li- strip throat every eight, year. I would not have made 80. it past my infancy. All right, let's see. Uh, Just right. need a year within 20 in either direction. That's a very fair number. I felt like it. I didn't want to give 10 because I felt like 10's a little... Yeah, so... In, in and I certainly wanted 1870. to 1870. Give... Not even <sighs> close. Wyatt Earp, my friend, was the last surviving member of the gunfight at the OK Corral, and he did not die till he was 80 years old. Not only... Did he live till 1929? Oh my gosh. 1929. But he was in audiences for screenings of movies made about the gunfight. Wow. He was used That's as a consultant on multiple Western pictures. I was thinking like 1890 would be the top that uh, that he, he would have made it. If you had told me why. So you're Earp... saying he lived more than 20 years after that movie ended? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what I was like. All right. Maybe he lived no. another 20 years. He lived till he was till 1929. Until he was 80 years old. Yeah, Nobody knows that. Like everybody's like, oh, that guy died in, you know, yeah. the old West. He was around after like World War One. He was the Depression. Yeah, I'm trying to think it was around after the Civil War. Yes. <laughs> right. After World War One. Oh, Thirty something years after the Civil War. Like I said, he was used as a consultant on old West movies. Why have we not heard that? There's gotta be another movie made about Wyatt Earp now. You know, like the last years of him. After the okay the oh, old right. West guy. Let's, let's see what happened after. Well, yeah. well just like what's it like being well, an was old he on West that, uh, cowboy? Roy Rogers yes. uh yeah, did all that stuff. Yeah, Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, and Wild Bill's right. traveling, traveling uh, show. show. Yeah, absolutely. That's that was how they made their living. Craziness. It's amazing if you're like in the 1920s and you have all these guys that are rolling around that are like these fictional heroes that you hear about from legend, but they're like they're there. It's not movies characters. It's like people. It's like oh, that's Wyatt Earp. He was yeah, like the... he cleaned up Dodge City <laughs> fifty years, <laughs> years ago. ago. <laughs> like crazy. what? 
Yeah. Yeah, you imagine like sitting around listening to stories of well, that you know, over coffee. It, it's funny because like Game of Thrones kind of has some of that in it. Like who's oh, yeah. that uh, Tyrell woman? Yeah, Elena. Yeah, Elena like she Tyrell. can tell stories of before Aegon's conquest, like, right? She's like, like you're around since Aegon, like yeah, before, yeah. Or, Aegon? or like Maester Aemon, yeah. who was literally supposed to be like the king yeah. <laughs> before he went through the wall. So there you go. Um, 1929, wide art. Right, let's entertainment and uh, hit it because we are entertainment. We're giving them their money's worth today, folks, it. on episode 100. All right, uh, let's see, Luke Perry. Yeah, man. Tough one there, man. Next week, week I'm giving you folks the round of Luke and the round of Perry. Two different rounds in the picture rounds. What was his current TV show? Uh, Riverdale. Ah, you knew it. Archie Comics. Yeah, did you uh, ever watch Riverdale? I I saw uh, one episode out of curiosity. It looked interesting. It was something I would have gone back to. One of my cousins recommended it, and so I started, you know, because it's like, I always have to find stuff I can watch with my wife. Right. So this was like, okay, we could watch this together, and it's yeah. not horrible. It ended up becoming where I couldn't watch it anymore. I, I put it on the list of, I call it, it the Marty. It made it like season one. If you listen to this, Marty, I hope you know there's something called the Marty list. I have a list of shows that I assume one day Marty's going to get around to asking us to write a quiz for. So it's on my Marty like the list. River, of the like, Riverdale right, stuff Once the Riverdale theme, uh, theme night comes, I'll, I'll get it. Wow, that's funny that you say that. It's like, did I write a Riverdale quiz already? Right, you don't even I know. Even, you there don't might even, even be one. You don't even know. I turns out we were advertising a game that was played yesterday for the first time, a March Madness quiz. It was never created. No, it was. It was? Yeah. I did a March Madness quiz. I never found it. So I made another one. <laughs> so now uh-uh. we have a second version. It's I spent in there. all day yesterday looking for it, couldn't find it oh, anywhere. Dude, so I, I wrote I wrote it all last new year. trivia. I wrote an NCAA quiz last year. Well, now we got two. <laughs> I wonder if we have the same bonus question. What, what, what would be the odds of that? My bonus question is the 15 universities with the most total NCAA tournament wins of all time. Hmm. I don't so remember. Not I, like I, said, I wrote mine last year. I don't, even, I don't remember. Yep, but it was a great one. It, it, people really enjoyed it last night. Did you go through every one to see if it was there, or did you just try to search I it? I searched. Yeah, oh. I couldn't find it. So wherever it is, it's probably on the drive. It's probably under it's NCAA under March Madness or, or NCAA Tournament or something. March Madness. It, it didn't pop up with March Madness when I searched, but I, it admittedly didn't spend enough time right. to go through it. But wow. I'll find it. I'm surprised you didn't text me. Yeah, you know what? I I felt like it was my fault. I felt like I never remember you even mentioning that you did that, and that I was the one who wanted. No, to do I did that. one. So, well, there you go. Because uh, I do remember doing the picture round for. Did me. my friend Bruce show up and play that? You Your know, Bruce. F- friend Bruce. Bruce from the Fighting Irish. Yes. Okay. I think did he, he win? I think he did. Yeah. I, yes. I was like, because he's like, sometimes those one-offs are so hard, and like there's some guy who knows every. I go, you're that guy in NCAA really, sort <laughs> basketball. Of, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're the guy. Yeah. There, there was but two I, guys that took home uh, first place, and they they're five seventy out of six hundred. Oh jeez. So crushed pretty, it. Yeah, crushed it. But that's with the Joker. Yeah, but that's still with the Joker. That's so it's that's thir- they missed thirteen questions total. Yeah, it's crushing. Yes, yeah, pretty good. All right. Um... <clears throat> Did you already right. give me a question? Or? I think I gave you Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, Riverdale. So I'm going to ask you this one. Uh, I have two excellent questions. Uh, this, you know what? I'm going to start with this. I'm going to save this last one for my, for my last question because it just makes me laugh way harder. But again, one of these wheelhouse things in terms of guess the age. What is the age gap, Nick, between Pete Davidson and his girlfriend, Kate Beckinsale? Why do you bring this up? Why I bring this up? Yeah, well, because I would that, like to point out you know how that, smart this woman is. 
I would like to point out for the world that this woman is no idiot because I swear to God, when I fa- when I found this out, my jaw dropped to the floor. See, I like Pete Davidson, and he is the only person on Saturday Night Live I You'll like. Watch. But the fact that my two favorite actresses were Scarlett Johansson and Kate Beckinsale, and they're both dating guys from Saturday Night Live, I'm getting verklempt. Is Colin Jost is still, is, is that still going strong? As far as I know, I mean, yeah, I don't pay attention know. to it. I've got a new, I've got a new person, new girl on my list. Yeah, okay, new girl. We'll get to her next. All right, fair enough. Uh, so, so what's the spread? I know Kate between... Beckinsale's got a twenty-year-old kid. That's what that's what prompted me looking at it. It's like she has a what? Yeah, she's got a twenty-year-old I, dude, kid. Dude, I thought she was twenty-seven. Oh no, she was in Serendipity. Yeah, that, but, that movie but was like, like from the nineties. I don't. Right? I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember. I'm just saying. The last picture I saw of her, I was like, "You got any pictures of her now?" Yeah, she looks great. Ridiculously good looking. Yeah, she doesn't age. Well, I'm gonna say that she is, and I know he's young, young. Like when he first came on SNL, I was like, he's already a stand. I remember hearing him like he was a stand up at like 17. I'll put him at 24 and her at 44. I'll say 20 years. You hit it right on the head. 25, 45, 20 year spread. Wow. Boom. I mean, dude, <laughs> look at her. I'm spending she, she looks. That's her now. That's her now. Oh, she looks like she's 27. She looks like she's 27. Yeah, she just has that classic beauty, beauty that just goes just doesn't, goes the whole way. He's got to be. He's a smart man. That is a smart man because I'll tell you what. Like that is a tight circle of hot chicks. Does he still have that blonde hair? Yeah. Oh, did you didn't see that picture? That was like him a and John Mulaney. At <laughs> no, Madison. I didn't oh, see it's it. the greatest shot. Like some monster. Wait till you see th- this picture. I is mean, he's a good-looking guy and all. I guess you know. It's just like yeah. this. Probably my favorite caption of all time. Um, I hate being that. Why does he get her? Type no, of thing, no, I'm, I'm not, not like thinking, that I'm, at all. Oh, it's I just, know why. Why? I know why. It, like, because SNL stinks. Like that. That's it's. It's, it's just my anti SNL. So that's him and Mulaney oh, at, at wow. a Knicks game, and the capture uh, <laughs> underneath says, "It looks like the Drop Dead Fred reboot's going very well." <laughs> and then somebody comments, "This is one of those movies where an uptight adult childhood imaginary a friend's uh, imaginary friend appears and wreaks havoc, <laughs> but also reminds them to loosen up." <laughs> Is that just yeah, don't take your life so seriously, Mulaney. Right. Loosen it's up exactly a little bit. Exactly right. <laughs> That's an, that looks like an imaginary friend. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. a figment in this guy's imagination. And it's he's like, yeah, this dating Kate Beckinsale. This guy's been following me around since I was four years old, and nobody believes that he exists. That's mm. the premise of the movie. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could make I that tomorrow. I always thought, and I blame... But this is why she's smart, because she's dating somebody 25. It makes her look 25. You don't know. You, you're not. You have to go find uh, that information yeah. out. Uh, yeah. I, the, my last thing on Kate Beckinsale is I really think her ex husband ruined her career because mm. he directed those underworld movies, oh. and she did what like four underworld movies in right. her prime where right. she should have been doing something else. doing something better. And really, she'll she'll go down as a, unless she does something in the next you know part of her She's career. Kind of a badass though, man. She does a lot of these I like know. you know. These, uh, these vampires, the yeah. vampire and the black leather and all. Yeah, yeah, Trust yeah. me, I'm it's, aware. I, I've been following her career for I don't know. quite some time. I'm sure it's. I'm sure life isn't that bad for Pete. I'm sure he's not upset about that. Although he's more likely to be hanging out with her kid than her, so that's a little bit disturbing. Well, I don't know how much that kid's around. Yeah, Twenty not. celebrity mom. Yeah, but like, imagine if Pete Davidson's your stepdad. I also that's heard. Disturbing. I remember something. The reason I knew she had a 20 year old kid was because that they're kind of like. 
I forget what it was, but they're either close or the kid's cool. I, I forget. I heard something like her and the her and the kid, and I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems all good. Fair enough. Good for good for you, Pete. I am not jealous at all. I'm happy for you. All right. So, uh, Carol Danvers is the real name of what superhero? Carol Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is the only guess I could have given and you hence, because it's a female. And hence my new favorite. Oh, the woman who plays the Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yes. Well, she's been, already an Academy Award she's, winner. What did she win for? Room. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't see it, but I hear. Uh, yeah, so now that Kate Beckinsale's with uh, what's-his-face, you can kick her to the curb and bring on Brie Larson. Yeah, you know what? I just hope she doesn't start dating somebody from Saturday Night Live. Right. Is Conan O'Brien single still? Yeah, I, I could uh, I could get behind this campaign. This is a... The Brie Larson yeah, campaign? The, the campaign for yeah. Brie Larson. I am in favor yeah. of this. She's got that... <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, big star. Big star. Yes. She's got that talent vibe. That's yes. what I was looking for. All right. I'm going to give you this one, Nick. And uh, it'll be the last question of episode 100 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Okay, because I, I have a 100 question if you want me to end with a 100 You're going to end with the 100. This, okay. is, this is not worthy of even an end I had a 100 it, question. But this is absolutely the funniest thing I've ever come across. Okay? Okay. So, you know, in Hollywood, uh, actors turn down roles all the time. And sometimes uh, their agents leak who's up for a role to try to get another actor to, you know... It, ah, there's what games. Agents do. There's sure. games, right? Mm-hmm. So a long time ago, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a rivalry with an actor, mm-hmm. Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone. Makes sense. Okay, both going up for those same kind of action movies with not a lot so, of dialogue. So Arnold reads a script, okay, and then instructs instructs his agent to let the word out that he loves this project and has taken it. Okay, genius. So his rival, Stallone. Here gets wind. Gets wind of this. That Schwarzenegger wants it. That Schwarzenegger wants it and immediately says to his agent, I don't care what you have to do. Get me this movie. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. He would then later go on to call this movie maybe one of the worst films in the entire solar system, including alien productions we've never seen. Can you tell me what movie starring, and I can give you the co-star, because the co-star is the giveaway. Uh, Don't give me the co-star yet, but I don't have anything... so am I? The am co-star I, is so absurd. Am that, I supposed to believe that it is uh, something out of the universe? Like, is it an alien type no. movie? Or, okay, because no, the way that, you the way you read no. that, it's just Stallone was quoted as saying, "This is the so, worst movie so ever." Stallone made. did a movie yes. that he regrets, and then he told everybody the reason he did it is because Arnold Schwarzenegger was duped him into scene. doing it. No, no, no. He didn't say he was after it. He said he screwed me. And tried to Duke get me to believe yeah. that he was taking that so that I would get. No, stuck no, I with get this. the premise. It's, it's genius, fantastic, a great way to make your. It's the best Arnold story I've ever heard. <laughs> like what a what a move! All That's the way a, to the that is governorship a, of that is a California. Power move, that guy sir. knows what he's doing. And you know, Arnold was probably in the audience watching this movie when it came out, just cracking up because it is bad. I've seen it. It is. So I'm trying bad. to think of like a Stallone bomb, oh. and I'm, I'm thinking early '80s, but maybe I'm not. Mm-mm. It's not that early. Yeah, like early '90s. Okay. It was like well past Stallone's heyday, and it was well past Rocky Four, and it was definitely. Oh wow! Okay, it was not helpful. Let, wow. Let's so put it this way: when, he was right in his Remember prime when then. Stallone kind of went to, sh- you know, to pot? This is the movie that did it. No one took him seriously for a long time after. Was this. he in Throw Mama from the Train? 
Oh my god, you're like right on top of it. Wrong movie, but you basically have the you have the movie. Oh gosh, yeah, it's the wrong movie, but wrong it's the movie. other movie. Yes. Is it the movie though? Yes, <laughs> yes. Starring Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty from yes. Golden Girls. The, it's the it's that. I mom. present you. Stop, or my, my mom, mom will shoot. shoot. <laughs> the worst movie ever made. I had it. Yeah, you had, had to throw Mama head. from the train. I had Mama. This sunk his career. And it was all thanks to Arnold Schwarzenegger duping him. Yeah, because I don't think Throw Mama from the Train was a bad movie. It was a great movie. Okay. That was Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. Yeah, that Danny DeVito. That's movie. what we were saying. Coast, and it's the woman from Goonies, right? Yeah. She was the mom. Yeah. yeah. That was a good the woman movie. woman with no tongue. Yeah. Don't Ellen, stop or my mom will shoot. Ellen. No, stop or stop. Throw Mama from the Train was genius. Yeah. Genius movie. That's uh, what was holding me back on it because I'm like, bam, I thought that, that movie was good. Stop but I was just or confused. my mom will shoot. Not so Not good. a genius movie. That He's a cop. His mom wants to be a cop. Oh, boy. You, She's Estelle Getty with the wig, chasing criminals. Yeah, so criminals. that's post-twins, kindergarten Ma! cop. So he probably hears kindergarten cop, twins, stop her, my mom will shoot. That sounds like something Arnold would do. Oh, are you kidding? Because who would have thought kindergarten cop would be in Kindergarten good? cop, there's absolutely no way. Okay. Uh, stop or my mom will shoot in five seconds. Stop, or my mom will shoot in five seconds. Here's the whole movie for you folks in five seconds. Stop, or my mom will shoot. Oh, that's, that's just, yeah, that is There just, you go, folks. Stop, that is, that is just, or my mom will shoot. What have I always told you about my cardinal line, my yeah, cardinal rule the line the is in the movie. If the movie's title appears in a feature <laughs> line, yeah. if Nicolas Cage goes, you've got Snake Eyes. The yeah. movie's terrible. Yeah. Stop! Or my mom will shoot! Well, there you go. And oh. We did figure out one movie that that did not apply to. Do you, you know remember? what's great? When I just typed this in, right yeah. on the side panel, Sylvester Stallone hated Arnold Schwarzenegger. So there's an interview where he talks about... How much he hated him? No, talks about this happening to him oh, for oh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Because they had the rivalry. What a great story. All right, give it to me, the 100 questions. What show did Netflix pay $100 million for in 2018? What show did Netflix Ooh. pay $100 million for in 2018? Excellent question. TV show? Yep. The Office? No, good guess. Oof. A little earlier. Earlier than The Office. Yeah. Friends? Yes. Okay. Friends. There you go. All right. $100 million. $100 million. Uh, do you remember the name of the band that sang the Friends theme song, Nick? I do. What is it? The Rembrandts? Yes. The Rembrandts, everybody. All right, that is it. Artist, for... a band, and a brand of toothpaste. All in one. <laughs> that is it for episode 100 of the Quiz Trivia podcast, everybody. We'll see you for 101. <laughs>